It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And so the purge begins. A flurry of news this afternoon pertaining to the Miami Dolphins, the 2024 salary cap, and more. Coming your way, bonus episode, Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day, and in some cases, twice a day. Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked on Dolphins, co-host of Locked on NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Today's second episode on Friday, Friday, February 23rd, 2024, is centered on afternoon news and the... uh, the good old Friday afternoon news dump, tried and true, has come through clutch for us here as we get plenty of more talking points going into the weekend. We get some salary cap and uh, 2024 fifth-year option uh, news that's come through. We get franchise tag totals. We get uh, Emmanuel Agba being cut from the team. We get Xavier Howard being informed of his upcoming release all of that here today on this bonus episode of Locked on Dolphins. So let's start with the salary cap. The news came through this afternoon uh, that the salary cap, it was originally forecasted to be somewhere around 140, 142, 140, 240, 242, $243 million. It checks in at 255.4. This is a massive win for just about every team across the league, right? So it doesn't necessarily help any particular team with contract negotiations with players, but it does help teams like Miami that have to judiciously work their way into saving money in the weeks ahead and getting cap salary cap compliant for Miami. When it first came out from pro football talk and Mike Florio earlier this week, that the source that he had spoken to indicated that the salary cap in reality was going to be closer to $250 million. Not only does it hit 250, it gets more than halfway to 260. So for a team like Miami, who was projected at minus $51 million in salary cap space with a forecast of 42, getting an extra 13, 14 million dollars, that suddenly puts you in a very easily digestible situation because you now have one or two less contract restructures that you have to do to get cap compliant or get yourself into a budget. I Maybe you can steal another player if you want to. Put another player under contract or add another player to your budget this year. $5 million is a reasonable amount of cap. And then you're going to get into with this these other moves that the Dolphins have made or are, are going to make or are planning on making. You get yourself into a position where... Um, you're going to quickly find your way back to compliance and without having to 
make it difficult, that conversation. When we talked about the Christian Wilkins franchise tag potential on Thursday, we talked about, well, one of the things that's probably going to have to happen or, or would not be surprised if it happens is if the team restructures Teron Armstead's contract after it was reported earlier this week that he is expected to play this upcoming season. Of course, with Teron Armstead's uh, durability history, it's not an attractive idea to push a bunch of extra cap down the road, but you could could out of wood year and, and save $9 million in salary cap space. Well, more than half of that is now already off the books versus the updated 250 projection for salary cap. So the domino effects here, it's not just, oh, it's more spending power. It's, oh, we, we can get compliant and to our original budget without having to exercise as many levers. And then that gives you flexibility when you get into the free agency window. And I said this at the end of the Thursday episode, talking about the franchise tag with Christian Wilkins as well, whether you want to do it or not. Talking about, well, I would systemically do these as you add players and you understand how much salary cap space you need to trigger adding player X, player Y, or player Z to your ranks for the upcoming offseason. Um, the other news that we got involved fifth-year options and involved franchise tag totals. And this courtesy of Tom Pelissero, uh for the 2021 first round draft selections, the fifth year option cost for Jalen Waddle is $15.6 million for the 2025 season. It's the same thing as what Tua Tungvalu is on now with the quarterback at 23 plus. It's a one year, effectively a one year fully guaranteed salary that all of that goes on the books for. Now, if the Dolphins get a contract extension done with Jalen Waddle before they need to exercise the fifth-year option, you can bypass right over it. Same goes for Jalen Phillips, whose fifth-year option cost is a very friendly 13.3 for as good of a player as Jalen Phillips is. And you're talking about that being for the 2025 season in which Phillips will be 18 months removed from the Achilles injury that ended his 2023 season at the midway point in, on Black Friday against the Jets. So if I'm Miami, knowing I have both of these in my back pocket, May 2nd is the deadline for fifth-year options. Should the Dolphins choose to or commit to extending these players before that, it's probably beneficial to know that you're going to lock in what will be the first year of a new contract without the fifth-year option uh, dollar amount as kind of a restricting factor for how much guaranteed money you have to put into a signing. So I would not dismiss that from the realm of possibility if they're committed to both of those guys. The franchise tag totals, uh, March 5th is the deadline. So this one's much quicker. You got about 10 days to figure this one out. Uh, the non-exclusive franchise tag cost for a defensive tackle, a la Christian Wilkins, is 22.102 million dollars. So not a small number by any means. Uh, it is higher than defensive ends. It's higher than the offensive lineman tag. It's higher than the cornerback tag. It is the third highest franchise tag total on the on the list behind quarterback at 38 and linebacker 24 because they put outside linebackers, a.k.a. Rush pro, pass rush players, in that group. So this is a big figure for a franchise tag. 
We'll see if the Dolphins ultimately end up having to utilize it. But we've heard they are willing to if they need to. We're getting ready to talk about Emmanuel Agba next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. He has played his last down for the Miami Dolphins. That's next here. Stick with us. Are you the type of driver that likes to push things just a little bit further? If you've ever wondered what adventure could be around the next corner, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class executive Google built-in is your always updating assistant to on-call for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone to your car. Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. The 2024 Nissan Pathfinder has room for up to eight, an expansive cargo capacity, and advanced available 4x4 capability. With 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing, when Adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy trails to Emmanuel Agba. This news coming through a little bit after. And the Dolphins have already formally announced this roster move. So this is obviously there's no red tape here. There's no June 1st designation as it pertains to Emmanuel Agba. This one is done and over with officially. The Dolphins made the announcement. Uh, it was reported shortly or a couple hours beforehand, but one hour ago, it's five o'clock. So at four o'clock PM roster move, we have released defensive end Emmanuel Agba. Agba of course was the, um, big contract free agent signing from the Brian Flores era of the Dolphins and had several successful seasons with the team. He is 30 years old, struggled to get playing time after a triceps injury last year. He did finish with five and a half sacks this season in limited playing time, uh, played just 246 defensive snaps on the season, his lowest total ever as an NFL player, uh, which is um, tough. He played in 15 games, and there were some healthy scratches, and it really looked like he first comes to Miami's first two years. He gets nine nine sacks in each of those two seasons, earns a four-year, $65 million contract from the Dolphins for that, and it became a no-brainer based on falling behind Jalen Phillips and Andrew Van Ginkle and the Dolphins acquiring Bradley Chubb at the trade deadline in 2022 uh, Agba was kind of the odd man out. And I don't think there was anybody that was surprised by this maneuver. The Dolphins will save $13.7 million uh, with a pre-June 1st cut. 
So that after on the heels of you were projected at 51 and then the salary cap officially comes in $13 million higher than what you thought it was. Okay. Now you're at 38 Then you save another 13. You're down to 25 already. You haven't restructured a single contract. You can get rid of two more guys off the top of my head and Jeff Wilson and Keon Crossan, and you could save another five and a half. You can get under 20 that you need to clear. I mean, that's Jalen Ramsey nearly acquires, uh, accomplishes that feat by himself with restructuring that contract. So uh, the dominoes for Miami moving very quickly, uh, but 13.7, I'd seen some question and speculation to the Dolphins do a post-June 1st designation for Emmanuel Agba and say they needed this operating cash now. This was the one that was very apparent. And you do get two post-June 1st designations for cuts. Uh, but the way that this shook out for Miami, uh, getting Agba's f- effectively $14 million in cap space cleared in the here and now was much more valuable to know that you were going to have spending power in March than waiting till June for it to clear the books and for you to then in turn end up with 15 and a half or 16 as compared to 14. So uh, I think the the end for Agba's time in Miami is a bit of a bummer. I, I will certainly have a lot of fond memories. The uh, strip sack against Jared Goff and the Rams, I was at that game uh, to his first start, the, the defensive touchdown. I think Andrew Van Ginkle ran that back for a touchdown down in the red zone. Uh, awesome. There's some awesome moments for Emmanuel Agba and uh, – I hope he does find himself an opportunity to uh, catch on somewhere and, and bring value to a team and, and kind of reinstill his ability to play because the the scheme change I don't think did Emmanuel Ogba any favors, if we're being honest. And I have too hard of a time faulting Miami for the contract that was given out because when you consider they were in the same scheme and he had two successful seasons going into signing that contract and they signed the contract in a way in which it was structured that there were easily available and easy to take outs in that contract. I think the dolphins did the right thing to protect themselves with how they structured the contract. But I think the dolphins also did the right thing in keeping Emmanuel Agba in their ranks. And then as opportunities arise, they have Jalen Phillips, Van Ginkle emerges as a player The Bradley Chubb decision was a big one, but they were looking for that get over the top piece. And then he comes to Miami and he gets banged up with the ankle injury and it never really came together. So some tough circumstances. Did it turn out the way anybody wanted it to when you sign a four-year, $65 million contract? No, of course it did. Do I think Emmanuel Agba can still go a little bit? I think he would be a great pass rush specialist as an interior pass rusher for somebody who has speed off the edge. Or go to Minnesota, right? Like Marcus Davenport's an expiring contract. Daniil Hunter's an expiring contract. Go play for Brian Flores again. We know what that looks like. We know there's success in that scheme for Emmanuel. So I think there's pathways for him to kind of reinstill himself as a valued player. But even with the the midst of Miami and their need at edge rusher with the injuries to Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb this offseason, it was never going to be justified for the dollar amount that he was on the books for, unfortunately. Which brings us to the longest, the former, I guess still currently, it's not official yet, uh, longest tenured Miami Dolphin, 
Xavier Howard. Uh, the Dolphins, according to reports, have informed Howard of their intention to release him at the start of the league calendar year. Uh, assumptions here is he will be a post-June 1st designated cut. We're going to talk about that next, what that means here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Stick with us. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to weigh on you, and it's important to let all those things out, especially to someone who is unbiased in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Therapy can be different for everyone, but BetterHelp is designed to be entirely online, designed to be flexible, and designed to suit your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Howard was the team's second round draft selection in the 2016 NFL Draft, which depending on how you tally the history of Chris Greer as an executive. He had the general manager title in 2016. I generally don't uh, grant Chris Greer uh, his report card as starting until 2019 because of the awkward dynamics with Mike Tannenbaum involved in football operations above, but also beside Chris Greer from 2016 to 2018. But if you count 16 to 18, that three-year stretch with, by title, Chris Greer is the general manager. This is one of the best selections. Uh, 38th overall in the 2016 NFL Draft. Howard finishes his Dolphins career with 100 games played, 99 starts, 29 interceptions. He made four Pro Bowls, uh, was all 8P all first team NFL in 2020 and AP second team all NFL in 2018. Those were the two seasons in which he led the NFL in interceptions. So two interceptions titles for him along the way as well. A very impressive and decorated career for Howard. He finishes amongst the team leaders in uh, franchise history in interceptions, but will not get a chance to chase down any further up the record books as he is moving on. Uh, the assumption here, and this is by uh, Spot Rack, outlined it in a very helpful and easy to read way. So what I want to do is I want to make sure that Spot Rack uh, gets their due uh, on this comes from Twitter and also allows you to kind of follow the workflow of the ramifications. The Dolphins uh, cornerback Xavier Howard will be designated as a post-June 1st release on March 13th before his $3 million roster bonus is due. The Dolphins will carry 
his $25.9 million cap hit into June 1st and then take on dead cap hits of $7.4 million in 2024 and $15.4 million in 2025. Howard will be free to sign with a new team elsewhere starting on March 14th. So Howard was owed a $3 million roster bonus on March 16th, I believe. Uh, he does have $5 million of his salary that is fully guaranteed. By cutting him, uh, the Dolphins will have to wait out that um, that portion to see if they're able to recover any of that fully guaranteed salary with a team that pays him, but they avoid the $3 million roster bonus that was due to be signed or due to be paid on the 14th. So they're getting out in front of that and saving themselves an extra $3 million in cash. The dead cap as a result of that, $7.4 million in dead cap is prorated money uh, from past seasons that is accelerating into this year, but it is certainly a savings of significant amounts of money starting June 1st, $18.5 million in cash space. His dead cap of 2025 of 15.7 is a savings of approximately 7.4 million versus what he is on the books for that year. So they're going to save 18.5 million this year, starting June 2nd. And then next year against the cap versus what they're currently on the books for, they're going to save 7.4 million. And then in 2026, which is the last year of his contract, they will save all of the 24.4 million that they are currently committed to. So that kind of three-year waterfall effect is strategically, you phase these contracts, these departures, and you overlap them against each other. And that's how you're able to transition out of these big money contracts for your vets and get ready to have new big money contracts for the likes of Jalen Waddell and Jalen Phillips, like we've alluded to, or Javon Holland or somebody else. So the assumption here, and it, the original report, I believe from Mike Garofolo, did not specify post-June 1st. There's no way. This is not post-June 1st, and, and several resources have alluded to, including the 33rd team, have alluded to this being a post-June 1st designated cut. Uh, what would happen, and if the salary cap, there was more savings to be had in the scenario in which you moved on pre-June 1st, what I could see could have seen happening, I don't think it's happening here, but what I could have seen happening is you put this information out now with the intention of hey, we're going to cut you, but we expect there to be a market for you because that was a part of the report from Garofolo. And if it's put out there, we're planning on, on waiving player X and there's expected to be a large market, maybe Team Y gets anxious and calls and coordinates a trade before that cut can be processed. But for Miami's purposes, if you trade him, you're taking the loss on all of the cap in the year one, which means you're only saving $2.8 million in cap space and you're not getting the extra $16, $15 million post-June 1st. I think there's a firm argument to be made that whatever draft capital a team would be giving to acquire Howard, and, and when we did the research on it, it was either earlier this week or last week, 
the history kind of says, yeah, 30-year-old vet, big money contract, you're probably talking about a five or a six. Like that's the best you would get. That's less valuable to Miami in my mind than that influx of draft capital. You, I mean, you'd have to have a team that grossly overpays to justify, hey, let's let's take the, all the cap and our, all of our lumps in 2024 and not split this dead cap hit between two seasons. So the, my eyebrows first raised when, when that was released and that, that part was included about he's expecting to have a robust market, but uh, not so much of a robust market that anybody's going to give Miami a offer, in my mind, that would justify saying, hey, we're going to throw the, the post-June first plan out the window, take the extra $15 million in dead cap this year and just take the pick. And we're going to dangle this this fact that we're we're going to cut him out here for two weeks and hope somebody gets anxious and gets hot water and gets a little hot in the pants and decides that they want to make a trade. I don't think that's how this this story is going to end. So, uh, because even a team that would be acquiring him is acquiring a three million dollar roster bonus the second he walks in the door, the next day. So there you go. Not like a nice little emergency podcast to send you off on your way on a Friday. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. I appreciate you guys checking the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great weekend. Again, we'll try it again. <laughs> we'll see if it sticks this time. And I'll be back again on Mondays. We get ready for the 2024 NFL Combine. Fins up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.